This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 1st of December. In your Sport Today, the Matildas leave it late. The Perth Test is in doubt. Australasia has a new best team. And the snooker player who decided to have a snooze. This is your Sport Today. Let's start with the big question. Where is Fez? Well, there's actually nothing to it. He'll be back tomorrow, guys. Don't worry. But I am the substitute teacher today and we are going to stick to the curriculum. So please go easy on me today, Luce. Isn't this a chance to be like the naughty class when the substitute teacher's in? We can have a little bit of fun, Gabs. Uh, No, there'll be no DVDs played today. All right, let's get straight into it. And let's talk some football because the Matildas scored late to draw with the USA last night. They sure did, but they had to play catch up again after they conceded a goal in the first four minutes. The USA created a number of chances in Newcastle and had twice as many shots as the Matildas, but the Aussies equalised late thanks to Kaya Simon, whose long-range shot deflected past the goalkeeper. The USA thought they'd won in stoppage time but the goal was ruled out for offside. The Matildas' focus now turns towards the Asian Cup, which starts in India next month. Yeah, and one of the key plays in that tournament will be Sam Kerr. She set up that goal last night and she just missed out on being named the best player in the world yesterday. Yeah, she was very, very close. She finished third in the voting for the Women's Ballon d'Or, which literally means a golden ball and is given to the best player in the world. Kerr had a big year for Chelsea and scored a stack of goals for the Matildas, but she was narrowly beaten by Alexia Piteas, who plays for Barcelona and Spain. PSG and Argentina. Tina star Lionel Messi won the men's award for a record seventh time. Messi scored 30 goals for Barcelona and won the Copa America with Argentina for the first time. Yeah, he did. And Messi finished on 613 points ahead of Robert Lewandowski and Jorginho, who plays for Chelsea. Australia's representative in Ballon d'Or voting, he actually had Lewandowski on top after he scored in 19 straight games for Bayern Munich this season. Now, that brings us to today's trivia question. Brought to you by the Sportsmate app. Which male player has won the second most Ballon d'Or awards behind Messi? Got a clue for us, Luce? Um, He famously wears the number seven. My lucky number. There are a few and it's not David Beckham. <laughs> we'll have the answer for you at the end of the show. Let's go to some cricket now because there are reports that wicketkeeper Alex Carey will be the man to replace Tim Payne to make his debut in the first Ashes Test next week. But the other big story is the new Omicron strain of the coronavirus, which has put some doubt on the fifth Ashes Test going ahead in Perth. Yeah, Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan said last month that he was very confident the test would go ahead. But then just last week, the Western Australian Cricket Association said Perth's chances of hosting the test had gone from 97% down to a 50-50 possibility. There were hopes the WA government would relax its hard quarantine stance that requires people to quarantine for 14 days. But Mark McGowan says his state has strict rules in place that everyone must follow. It's a big deal because the match 
starts five days after the Sydney test, and this will affect players, coaching staff, and broadcast personnel who would have flown over for the game. McGowan has also said that the players' wives and girlfriends wouldn't be allowed to make the trip. The Perth test is the fifth and final test of the series and is scheduled to start on January 14. It's a happy hunting ground for Australia. They've won both tests that have been played at the venue. But if it is moved from Perth, both Melbourne and Sydney have put their hands up to host the match. Those of you who listened to yesterday's show will know all about the rumours on Brandon Smith and his future in the NRL. Well, We now know that he will remain at the Melbourne Storm next year, but the club has confirmed that Smith won't be there for the 2023 season. Yeah, I hope you're feeling okay about this one, Gabs. (laughs) Uh, Brutal. The Storm put out a statement yesterday saying that Smith would leave Melbourne at the end of the 2022 campaign. There hasn't been anything official from the Roosters yet, but it looks like Smith will be joining them based on his comments in a recent podcast. Smith posted an apology on Instagram yesterday saying that he was sorry for some of the things he said and that he never meant to offend anyone at the club that handed him his NRL debut. The Storm said in a statement, They were disappointed with some of the comments, but they'd accept his apology. Smith debuted with the club a few years ago and then won a comp with Melbourne in 2020, and his potential move to the Roosters would be a big deal because he is one of the best middle forwards in the game. Smith is going to return to training on December 7. Let's talk some golf now because 15-time major winner Tiger Woods says he hopes to one day play again on the PGA Tour. But, Luce, it doesn't sound like he's going to play in every tournament. No, he said that he hopes to eventually return to professional golf, but if he does, he'll only pick and choose a few tournaments a year. The comments come after he gave his first big interview since a serious car crash in February. Wood said it was nearly a 50-50 chance that he'd lose his right leg after he fractured both the tibia and fibula bones in the accident. Woods has come back from injuries before and actually won at the 2019 Masters after a number of spinal surgeries. Yeah, we don't know when he's going to actually return turn, but I reckon there'll be a fair bit of interest when it does happen. In the meantime, Woods wants to support his young son, Charlie, who is already way better at golf than I will ever be. Australasia has a new number one sporting team and Luce, I think this one is going to create a fair bit of debate. And I think light a fire under the classic Melbourne and Sydney (laughs) rivalry as well. I know you love Melbourne Storm Gabs, but their two years at the top has come to an end with A-League men's team Sydney FC taking over as the best sporting team in Australasia. So this isn't just someone's opinion. There is, in fact, some science behind it. The way it works is platinum asset management and gain line analytics. Look at things like percentage and ladder position over a five-year period. Sydney FC finished on top because they've won three of the past five A-League men's titles and their women's team finished fifth. Yeah, and Super Rugby team, the Crusaders, they were second on this list. BBL franchise, the Sydney Sixers, finished third, while my beloved Storm didn't win it, but they came fourth. There were three AFL and another three AFLW teams to make the top 25. We saw the Wiggles singing the national anthem before the Matildas game on Saturday. Well, maybe they should have made the trip to the UK after a snooker player fell asleep during a match over there. 
Forget about Jeff Brabs. It should be wake up Mark Williams after he <laughs> nodded off in his second round loss at the UK Championship. Williams, who is a three-time world champion, apologised for what happened and said it was because he was recovering from COVID, which he caught in October. Williams said he was shattered and admitted he had no idea where he was for a few seconds when he woke up in his chair. Oh, oh abs. So, sorry, sorry, Liz. No, nothing personal. That these early starts do catch up with you in the end. Uh, Williams has been a professional for 30 years, and he says it's the first time he's ever fallen asleep during a match. That was also my first time falling asleep during a show. Sorry again. Time for Catch This, where we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up, and I can't go past the NBA today. The Golden State Warriors, they're going to take on the Phoenix Suns, and they are the two top teams, not just in the Western Conference, but in the NBA. We're talking Steph Curry against Devin Booker, so yes, please count me in. That game starts at 2pm on KO and on ESPN. What do you got, Luz? Well, the AFLW fixture is slated to come out today. I think the Omicron variant has thrown a spanner in the works with this one, but fingers crossed it comes out today and you should be able to see that on the AFL media website, womens.afl. Yeah, I'll check that out and I cannot wait for that competition to kick off. All right, and that brings us back to today's trivia question, which was who has won the second most men's Ballon d'Or titles behind Lionel Messi? Luce, you said he wears number seven. There are a few of them out there. Who is it? It's Cristiano Ronaldo, wears seven but has won five Ballon d'Ors. He certainly has, and he's finished second on six occasions now at Manchester United after playing at Juventus last season. All right, that's us done for today. Thank you so much for listening. Luce, you're going to be back tomorrow, and so will Fez. I've got the day off. Make sure you tune in. I certainly will be. Catch you later.